welcome back to the One Globe 360 podcast. On today's episode, I'm joined by Julie. Julie was a contestant on The Bridge, which aired recently on Channel 4. We're going to be talking all about her experience on The Bridge, as well as mental health and what we can all do to raise awareness about mental health. So Julie, welcome to the podcast and thank you for joining me today. How are you doing? Hi, I'm good. Thanks for having me. Um, I'm really good, thanks. How are you? I'm good. I'm really good. I'm really excited to be talking all about The Bridge mental health and social media and then we're going to finish up with some travel questions as well um so as we were talking before we started recording we did our instagram live a few weeks ago um so this is just the opportunity to sort of address some of the same sort of topics but in a bit more detail we've got a bit more time today to talk through them so the first question or the first sort of set of questions i have all about the bridge um so the first question is what made you apply for the bridge um so during that time we was all in lockdown um I was on furlough, so I wasn't doing much anyways. And then I seen it and I was just like, oh, I've got nothing to lose. It said, oh, are you up for an adventure? Meeting a group of new people with a chance of winning 100K. And I was just like, like what have I got to lose? Do you know what I mean? It sounded exciting. I was just like, yeah, why not? So yeah. I was just like, yeah, just, let's do it. Like, I guess it's just like an incredible opportunity and I guess you didn't know exactly what the opportunity would be initially they didn't tell you that you were building a bridge initially right it was no you could meet a group of people nothing so all they said was an adventure with a group of people and that's about it and they called it the wilderness so in my head I thought oh well we'll be probably like camping like in the wild just doing that sort of stuff like all fun and games that's what I thought it would have been like or doing like loads of different tasks Mm-hmm. to win the prize I didn't think like I don't think they made it that clear enough but no one knew we had to build a bridge I guess that's the best part of it now that you were going into yeah, it no, like... Like, that's that's what I think that's what adds more to it going into something not knowing so you don't have expectations you don't have like I don't know it's more exciting I guess yeah and what would you say was your highlight of the show I'm sure there are many highlights but if you could pick one what would that be Oh, well, from last time I said there's between two. (laughs) And that is um, when we all crossed the bridge and reaching the island, like when we was all celebrating, that was like definitely the highlight of the whole experience. But then also my favourite day or the other best day was feast day. Yeah. And why, Um, why was that? What was so good about? I mean, it's obvious. I mean, we saw we, we saw yeah we saw on the show that it was amazing food. You guys had a bit of a day off. Like, was yeah. that what it was? Just that day to sort of relax. Do you, know, do you know what it was? It was just we was there for what twenty days, and all day every day it was just all about the bridge. Then everyone's arguing or just hungry, like the rain. So that one day, luckily, it was like really hot. Mm-hmm. The sun was shining. Yeah, we didn't have hardly any food left to go between us all anyways and then yeah I just thought it's just one day for us to just all just to just chill relax enjoy our surroundings where we are take everything in and just enjoy being with each other yeah Do you know what I mean like yeah and coming from that like that's yeah that's just that one of the best days there hands um, down and what would you say was the most difficult aspect of the show so I know I mean, I'm sure the show was full of highs and lows um, yeah. What would you say was the most difficult aspect? Um, yeah, the most difficult was definitely standing up and talking in a group. Um, 
it's weird because in a normal situation, I love like meeting new people or being around all different people. But then the minute it's like, oh, standing up in a group or like talking in front of loads of people, I just, it's just one of my biggest fears. And um, I didn't realise how bad it was because usually in them sort of situations, you just stay quiet and you just don't really say much. But when they're like, right, Julie, stand up. Like, say something, like, say why you think you should be here, why you deserve this. And I'm just like, I don't know. I just, it just got all a bit too much. Um, so that was one of the hardest things. And I think just, I like being around new people, but then it's when you're stuck with them 24-7. Yeah. Like, say someone you don't get along with or, like, you don't really gel with, or just say it, when you're in a bit of a weird situation, you just walk away. But this is like, there's no way you can walk away. So you don't know I mean like you're stuck with these people and you just have to learn to just adapt to them. But yeah, no, overall it was all, all right. All good, all good. What, all good. What, what was it like behind the scenes? Like, did you get rest breaks from filming? Because obviously we just see the TV programme, that hour, hour a week, you know, five episodes, I think it was. You know, we don't get to see the sort of behind the scenes. Can you give us an insight into what that was like? There's not really much behind the scenes, I don't think. Because, um, yeah, we are literally getting filmed from morning till night. Yeah. And then at night, we've got cameras in the bedroom and in the kitchen. So no matter what, they're always filming and you've always got a mic pack on. Yeah. So, yeah, we're, even if there's not a camera around, they can still hear everything you're saying. Um, but yeah, no, I think, yeah, off time is just when we're going to bed, just chilling. Like I was saying last night, like Levi would get into my bed and we'd just have our little chats and, or we'd just all sit around the fire. Um, but yeah, not really off time. I just, yeah. Yeah. I guess it was such an intense program in a way that you were, your task was so physically demand, physically and mentally demanding. You know, you had to build the bridge every day. You were carrying heavy bits of wood and all the rope and everything. And then mentally challenging because you get, you've got thrown into a situation with a group of strangers you've never met before. You've got this massive task of building a bridge. You've got different characters saying, you know, different people saying it should be built this way. Different. I know Sly, I think, had that at the start where he sort of had his idea yeah. of how it should be built. But then there were other people with like different ideas. How was that trying to balance and sort of get along with people who were different or similar like how was that how was the group dynamic it was just crazy like I think with me as well I thought when I first went in I just thought what am I doing here I was like everyone is so like loud and confident and I was just like oh my god like but then I guess what I realized that in a group there was a mixture of people there do you know what I mean yeah um and that kind of balances it out because if they put 12 argumentative people in there it would have just been like world war three even though it more or less nearly was world war three part yeah. of the time and if it was all people just all getting along then i guess that's not really a show yeah right? mm-hmm. um it was difficult but then at the same time when we was when we were able to like resolve all the problems and then like sort things out it kind of brought us closer mm-hmm. yeah um but yeah, it's just learning to, I don't know, like getting to know people more and learning what, like, to 
Um, I don't know how to. I know what you mean. Like it, it makes you, I guess, understand people better because people have come from all across the UK. You know, people have come from different backgrounds. They're at different stages in their lives, and I guess you're all there together, and you're trying to understand each other. You're trying to understand the task. You're trying to take in the fact that cameras are filming you. It's a, it was a new thing, right? And I'm, and from what it looked like yeah. on the show, you guys adapted to it really well. Um, you know, what was it like having cameras in your face pretty much 24-7? Um, to me, I think that's another thing I found difficult at the start. Yeah. Because obviously I'm, I've never had a camera in my face like that before, do you know what I mean? And especially yeah. with, like, a group of strangers that you don't know. Um, but, yeah, for me, it was... For me, I found it quite difficult and I was just like, oh, whenever there was a camera around, I probably was just like, oh, I was got nervous or I didn't know that I just got a bit shy. Um, but then even so with that, like you get used to the cameras and then everyone you're working with as well. So then as days goes on, you don't even realise that it's a camera in your face. Do you yeah. know what I mean? It just feels like there's another person there. Yeah, you sort of get used so it to it. Like you, do re- you do really like forget that they're there because you don't see them as, oh, it's a camera. You're just like, oh, there's just everyone's just here do yeah you know what I mean yeah and let's talk about I mean you won the show right like this this I mean we have to put a big focus on you know you won the show which is amazing you know to win any show on tv is amazing but I think this show in particular was such a new concept and a you know a crazy cool awesome like difficult concept and you won and you didn't win because you yourself built the bridge individually you won because all your other your other teammates voted for you so how did it feel to be made the winner? Like, how did you did you think you were in a win with a chance or was it a shock? Can you describe? It was, was a, shock. Could... <laughs> a shock. A shock. I don't think anyone was expecting it. Like, yeah. I don't know what I was thinking, but I just didn't think. I felt with everyone else being there, I just thought, yeah, it definitely wouldn't be me. Do you know what I mean? You just yeah. don't even think of, uh, it just didn't even cross my mind. And then when it was, I was just like, oh my God. Like, I was just so shocked. Um, but at the same time, I was just like, oh, it's, it's such an amazing feeling how, like, your friend, these friends that you've made, how they appreciate you and value you for, like, all yeah. your hard work and your friendship. Yeah. So, yeah, no, it was such a nice, it was, like, a nice feeling, like, oh, no, yeah. it was really nice. I guess because that recognition from your, your, your friends, your teammates, like, that's ultimate recognition, them voting you the winner. Let's talk about... Um, your decision to split the money with Sly, how easy or or how difficult was that of a decision to to split the winnings with Sly? I knew straight away. Like, the minute they were like, oh, you could either keep or split. And I said, even from the start, I always said, oh, I'd split. Yeah. Because um, to me, like the money, that was secondary. So then when I got that option, I knew straight away, I was like, because I voted for Sly to win. Mm-hmm. Also, so I thought, like, yeah, what better way to do it than to split it with the person that I voted for? Yeah. And how amazing, like, Sly's story and his journey, I think he went on throughout the, the show, was amazing, you know? I feel like as yeah. viewers, we really got to understand and know about Sly almost on the same level that you guys did. Like, I feel like we learned a yeah. lot about Sly as you guys did about Sly. You know, he was that figure who was looking out for everyone. He was, you know, he was the chef. He was cooking everyone the food um you know he was sort of there like sort of yeah no, looking he was out amazing for people yeah yeah what was your you know what was your relationship like with Sly like 
what did he do to help you personally get over some challenges that you faced whilst on the show? Um, just being there, I think just having his like advice, his guidance, just having someone that we had a lot of deep chats in there. And I think as well, he could re- I could relate to him, he could relate to me. And if I said that he once was really quiet when he was younger, like you might not have thought it, but when he, he was always at home um, and then it was only when he was in his teens, his mum put him into the youth club where he had to learn to like be and stuff like that and he was yeah oh just like all our chats we had it was just e things oh sorry julie sorry i've just paused it two seconds my let me just put my hotspot on sorry my connection is like beyond awful um um so yeah sorry if Um, i'll um i'll just say we have some technical issues which i'll uh edit out so what were we talking about? I can't even remember. We were talking about Sly and the fact that he went to his, his youth club. I think the Wi-Fi is still a little bit slow. When he was younger, he wasn't so confident either. It was only when his mum put him into youth club where he had to learn to be confident. Yeah. Um, so just like stories like that and we'd have our chats. And like, yeah, when he told me about his son passing away, like his son is my age. Like just a year, he was a year younger than me, and I'm just like, wow! Like to see it like that, it's just like, yeah, it just puts things into perspective. And I was, there's loads of things that we chatted about in there, and I just think, yeah, like he helped me so much on my journey in there. Um, yeah. yeah, no, he was amazing. Yeah, and I think yeah, we was bought into each other's lives for a reason, and now he's a friend for life yeah amazing that's what I love like from the show is it looks like you guys have still kept in contact you know you've had your zoom calls and all that stuff I know with the pandemic it's been hard to meet up but you've you've kept in contact which is really nice you know that actually leads on to my next question which was you know like what's life been like after the show have you been recognized have you had messages from family and friends like social media no I I don't know um not recognized is I don't think it's that um big but no do you know what what I've, I've had so many lovely messages of people saying like oh julie you're inspiring like you helped me i'm just like what like me i think so many people could relate to it yeah um i'm realizing that so many people feel the same way do you know what i mean it's like because i think oh yeah how does everyone just talk so normally but i'm just like everyone gets scared talking in cars a lot it's a normal thing yeah um but yeah I've had so yeah then loads of messages of like friends and family and just you know it's been really nice really really nice good but yeah like in terms of life coming back to lockdown so while we was all in there was like oh when we go out life's gonna be back to normal because while we was in there it was like life was back to normal yeah because we was in a covid free bubble but they came out and it's just like mask everywhere everything was just like Worse than what it was the first time round. Yeah, it was. Yeah, no, it was quite sad. But um, yeah, no, life's not not much has changed. Yeah. Um, I came out and I found out 
did get made redundant. So, um, which isn't a bad thing. I think now it gives me a chance to really think about what I want to do next. Yeah. But then at the same time, it is like, what do I do next? If you don't mind me asking, just, um, what, what job were you doing before, before the show? Um, I was a junior fashion designer. Oh, awesome. Okay. Yeah. So is yeah, that... Yeah, no, was good. Is that what you want fun. to get into into the future still? Like remain within that industry? Now, after this experience, I'm just like, I don't know what I want to do. Yeah. And I think, whereas before, say you're in a job, then you're like, right, I'll try and work my way up, I'll do this and do it. Whereas now I've been given a chance to like, right, Julie, you could do whatever you want to do. But is that, but what do I do? do you know, yeah. I do love fashion, but I don't know whether it's something that, I love enough to want to carry on doing. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't know. I guess I'm still trying to figure it out. Yeah, you've got you've got so much time now to think. I guess you've just come out the show. Like you've yeah. got the time to, I guess, start afresh in the new year. Find something different or something similar. Um, to you know what you've been doing. Um, how much you know? How much I know we talked about it earlier, but how much contact have you been in with the other contestants? Are they sort of like, you know? you sort of talking in a whatsapp group or you sort of call yeah. every few days what's it been like um so yeah we've all got a whatsapp group which everyone's in yeah and i think a lot of people are surprised about that <laughs> that we've all like got this group but i think only us know what we went through yeah. and experience that experience like no one will ever understand it and i think it's good for us to all keep in touch yeah definitely. i think obviously with you, we might speak to some people more than others, but it's just nice to just have that, do you know what I mean? Like, especially yeah. times like this, it's nice to just know that you could be there for one another or, like, to have each other there for support. Um, but I'm really close to Maura. I'm really close to Levi. Like, we speak more or less every single day. Yeah. Um, or we'll have our little whatsapp calls and all that sort of stuff and sly obviously he's not great on um his technology and stuff so i'll give him a call every now and again yeah awesome um yeah, the last good. time i spoke to him i said i might come in well i am gonna go and visit him in his workshop and yeah just spend some time since i've not figured out what i wanted to do yet so yeah, yeah just yeah hang out with him lovely that's so when nice yeah when you can I guess at the moment it's so difficult isn't it with all the restrictions yeah. and lockdown and the new tier system and and everything um and if you could sort of reflect on the whole experience of being on the bridge would you change any part of it and if so what would that be or would you just leave everything as it was I think I'd leave everything as it was because then it wouldn't have been the same yeah. if it wasn't um, and I think the only thing I did say was if I was to do it again was to just spend more time getting to know people more yeah mm-hmm. I think when you're working the amount of hours on little food little sleep like by the end of the day you've got no energy to even do that um but yeah I think it was a lot of people I didn't get to know them more until towards the end and then, then was like, oh my God, like, I didn't know that about you. You didn't know that about me. Then like, that brought a connection, you know? So yeah, I think it's, yes, 20 days, you think you've got 
a long time, but really it flies by. Yeah. Um, and yeah, it's just making the most of it while you're there because yeah, it's it's gone before you know it. Yeah. I mean, 20 days is, it's, it sounds a long time, but it, I'm sure went really quickly. So I guess you just wanted to yeah, no, make the most it of it. Really yeah. Yeah. Making the most of it and appreciating it all while you're there. Yeah. yeah it, before you know it, it's over. And now all me and more ever says, like, oh, I wish we could go back and do it all over again. I guess what it's, that's why it's so nice because you've got it on TV so you can look back and remember yeah. it that way. Um, you know, but I, I guess it's one of those things where, like we said, only you only you and everyone who did it know the experience and know what it was like. So you'll always have that bond that no one else will understand, um, yeah. which is why you'll, I guess, you know, remain friends for, for life. I'm sure with a lot of the, you know, contestants yeah, no, you'll remain friends 100%. for life. Yeah. It was the best thing I've ever done. It looked incredible. In terms of, like, it was, like, as hard as it was, it, to me, I think it's something that I've always needed to, like, open my eyes to a lot of things and realise a lot of things. And, yeah, just, I don't know, it was it was just, it was crazy. That to, like I said, that it was, to me, it was, like, therapy that I've never had. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. No, it was like the best thing that could have ever happened. And then, yeah, winning it made it even better. Even, even better. I know, amazing. Okay, let's talk a little bit about, about mental health. Um, so we've got a few questions just about mental health and the role of social media um, sort of in today's world. Um, so the first question I have about that is, how do you think we can use social media to promote awareness about mental health? And do you think social media is beneficial for people's mental health? Or do you think it at, at times it can be detrimental? Mm. I think social media and like it's a tricky one isn't it I think yeah especially time like now it's where everyone on social media is just oh like I'm on this holiday I've got this designer bag I've got all like designer head to toe and I think for the younger generation it's making them think like oh if I want to be something I have to be this person or I yeah. have to have these things or and I think that's quite damaging because then it's like you think that oh to be happy you have to have these things or be a certain way and I just think yeah it's in that way I don't think it's a great place um and like the people you follow as well yeah I think you have to be careful who, what's like, what sort of things you follow, and what sort of things you read, and um, all that sort of stuff. But yeah, no, I don't. It's it's a weird one to me. That like, I try not to follow like certain influencers or people in the public eye or or that sort of stuff. I try to follow more of, like positive things or yeah. like things that you can learn from. Or like nice things you know especially with everything going on in the world um but yeah and also trying not to be on it so much yeah which i think right now is really hard because when you've not got much to do it's like you can't help but go on it yeah um mm -hmm. but yeah i'm kind of learning to stay away from it a little bit more yeah it's difficult isn't it because like you said we you know social media is a massive part of our lives now and it will continue yeah. to be for the future. So I think it's all about managing our use of it. Like you said, like, 
you know, I, for example, sometimes look at my screen time on my phone and it shocks me how much time I actually spend on my phone. Um, So I try, not always successfully, but I try sometimes just to put my phone down and do something else or to, you know, have a day where I sort of go on it a lot less and try and go on it a lot less. Because sometimes it, it, you just shock yourself and think, wow, like, I really spent that many hours on my phone today like and it tells you like if you have like an iPhone or something it tells you how many times you've like picked up your phone and like unlocked it and it can be in the hundreds throughout the day which is just yeah it's just second nature now to have your phone and I'm definitely guilty of it I rely on my phone for everything (laughs) you know for everything and it's it's I guess it's the world we live in now right or wrong it's the you know the world we live in yeah but what would you say? I think that's what I love oh, sorry, about yeah. going on the bridge. It was yeah. like we didn't have any technology yeah. or like anything like that, and it was just nice to just you know, like we're literally always stuck in our phones. You don't appreciate the people around you because you're just too busy in your phones. Like, yeah. say if you was to meet someone, you'll add them on Instagram and you'll just scroll through and like get to know them through their pictures, but not through them in front of you talking to you. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, 100%. Um, 100%. I was speaking to Susie yesterday. That's what I loved about, about it. Being there. Yeah, I was speaking to Susie. I recorded an episode of, um, of the podcast with Susie um, from The Bridge. Um, and yeah. she was saying about the power of like a digital detox. So the fact that when she was on The Bridge, like she didn't have her phone. And that was an amazing digital detox because you guys had not, you had, you guys had no technology, no phones, nothing. And it was, refre- yeah, I think, it was refreshing. It was- yeah, it was. But like, I thought, oh, I didn't know how I was going to deal with it, but I didn't even think twice about it. It was actually really nice to just disconnect yeah. from everything and everyone and, yeah, just enjoying being where you are in that moment. And what, what would you say that you do to take care of your mental health? So, like, on a day-to-day basis or sort of every week, is there something you try and do every day to sort of relax um, and sort of... So, really, say the past couple of weeks... I've been going on walks. Um, I try to gym, but I'm not. I've been out of it for so long. Trying to get back into it now is just a slow, painful process. But I was like, do you know what? I'm gonna just try and go on walks every day. So I just walk up the canal, put my earphones in, or listen to music or a podcast or something, and uh, try and not look at my phone while I'm doing it. Just yeah, that that's what I've been doing most days, and I've. I actually really enjoy it. So I could just, I'll end up going on like a two-hour walk sometimes. Yeah. An hour at least. Yeah, just walking that up and up the canal and back. Yeah. I think people um, people have been exercising a lot more, haven't they, in the lockdown, going out for runs, walks, that sort of thing. Um, to sort of... Yeah, you was on a run yesterday. I was, yes. I did go on a run. <laughs> I did. I've been trying... Um, with, do you know Movember, like the charity? Like throughout November, there's yeah. the charity Movember. Um so at uni, we've been doing like a running challenge. Um, so I've been trying to run as much as I can, um, which is good. It gets me out of the house and gets me sort of, you know, yeah, getting out and running. Um, but I think I think this pandemic has shown the power of exercise as being so positive yeah. for mental health. Like I remember back in March and April when we had like the full on lockdown in the UK, I'd go out for a run with my mum every day or like most days because that was the only thing we could do. We were allowed out outside for like one hour for the exercise yeah, a day. Yeah, so you make the most of it, yeah, don't you? Yeah, it's crazy looking back to sort of March and April and what life was like then compared to now. Like it is different. We're still dealing with the pandemic, but it is different now to then. But it's 
there are some similarities there are differences it's it's been a weird year it's been a really crazy weird it's been, difficult it's honestly you know. this has been the craziest year ne- like even during it all like never ever did i imagine that i'd be on a show building a bridge yeah it's just you know I mean? yeah like, crazy but i guess it's so crazy. just take take opportunities and and then you did and then look what happened you know you won the show you've had yeah. you know such an incredible time um let's talk a bit more about the pandemic and and how sort of mental health has been what have you done to say, you know, to stay positive? So if you sort of think of the whole pandemic as, I guess, however many months it's been, what have you done to try and remain positive throughout this time? Um, I think everyone did a bit of baking, yeah. cooking, yeah. <laughs> like the Zoom calls, they were like all the obvious things. Um, and, you know, I think it's just speaking to your friends and family or anyone that, I don't know, because obviously when you're stuck in your house and you're on your own or like if you've not got many people to talk to, you you need that. Like you yeah. don't realise how much you do need that. Like it is nice to have some time out to yourself, but also it is nice to just, yeah, just stay in contact and speak to your friends and family. Yeah. Um, and try and do new hobbies. Me and my sister, we just bought um, roller skates the other week we're trying to do that mm-hmm. um and yeah just keeping fit i guess or just just do little things that make you happy yeah i agree it's having at least one or two things a day maybe that you look forward to that makes you happy whether that be watching your favorite tv program making a cake calling your friend like it's different for everyone um yeah but just trying to have something as part of your day that you stay positive for yeah also i think as well what I've realised this time, man, is don't be too hard on yourself. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Because I think a lot of people, they put a lot of stress on themselves, like, oh, like, what should I do? What could, like, all that sort of stuff. But at the same time, it's like, yeah, like, the whole world is going through a crazy time. Like, everyone's in a situation. Um, it's not just you. So, yeah, like, hopefully we'll be able to slowly yeah. work things out but yeah just don't try not to yeah be too hard on yourself I think yes yeah. one thing we all need to remember I agree I think especially sort of in the first lockdown people were so like what can I do to be productive what can I what new skill can I learn a language can I learn how to do this or that and I think there's a lot of pressure and I think potentially with social media as well people were documenting this which is brilliant for them you know if you learn a new skill yeah. language, it's amazing like a massive you know that is such a good thing but also I think it put pressure on people to be like oh well I'm not learning a language so I'm failing at this lockdown thing like oh I haven't been baking a new cake why am I not shouldn't I be doing that like everyone compared each other more I think on social media during lockdown um so that's what takes it back to the social media and it's positives and negatives you know there's always going to be positives and negatives but yeah and just don't compare yourself to others like you are your own person you're going through your own journey like yeah everyone is different Mm -hmm. and I think yeah like you said with social media that's a hard thing to do especially like with young people like they always think oh they have to be this certain way because that's what everyone else is doing yeah but yeah we need the world needs more of like yeah you are your own person you could do whatever you want to do however you want to do it Mm -hmm. and don't feel any certain way if you do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. 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 I don't know. 
And what would you say the world needs to do more of to support people going through difficult stages with their mental health? So do you think education's got a big role to play, social media, more funding for services? What do you think the world can do more of to support people through difficult times? Um, I think they just... I don't know, yeah, like, just to educate people, like, everyone is going through things. Like, I think, obviously, with social media and the world, like, everyone just be like, oh, no, everything's fine. Like, do you know what I mean? Like, this perfect world. But really, like, no one's perfect. Everyone is going through something, some more than others. Like, oh, yeah, some might not be as bad, but still, like, to that person, that's the worst thing they've ever been through. Do you know what I mean? So, I don't know. We just need to, yeah, just educate people more and to just show that yeah we're all in this yeah and just to speak about it more I guess yeah I was speaking to Susie again like I mentioned about a lot about this and you know just having the yeah I know she's very passionate about all this so yeah Susie when she was in there she was like, like with someone like me I'm not it depends what like certain things I'll talk about but there's other things that I've never been able to speak about and I've always held that in me and that's like one of the hardest things I've ever had to do yeah. like because you're not dealing with your emotions you're just suppressing it all and whereas with Susie she's just like oh like these are my feelings this is how I feel like to her because that's normal to her whereas to me it's just like oh like yeah it was hard for me to even just talk about it um but yeah, just being able to just talk about it, it just makes you like already instantly feel so much better. Like to just get it off your chest. Yeah. Um, but yeah, yeah, like with Susie, I think it was just like yeah, like feelings are cool is what she always used to yeah, say. Yeah, feelings are and, cool. Yeah, yeah. Not putting that pressure on yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think um, you know talking. Talking is such an important thing education educating people on mental health and just yeah sort of spreading awareness um i guess is linked to education i think more funding as well to mental health services and i was talking to susie about university and sort of college mental health service provisions and i know there's been a lot talked about during the pandemic um but i think yeah just talking like having conversations like this with different people and talking and yeah. getting people's different perspectives like i said as well while i was in there when all the stuff happened with me and my mom i didn't feel like i didn't have that anyone i didn't know who to go to or what to even do or how to even so to me it's just like oh just everything's fine like you know but then as years go on you you don't realize how much it really does affect you yeah so yeah, like you said, in terms of that, I wish there was someone there to give me the help and guidance or the support, or just to even just someone to just be there to listen to what I had to say, or just be like, oh, do you know what, Julie? Like, everything will be okay. Yeah. I know it sounds little, but just little things like that would have probably made such a big difference. So yeah, like you said, in terms of that funding and education, mm-hmm. that yeah, that it's, would be amazing for yeah. the world. There's definitely a lot more to do, but I think there have been a lot of positive changes with regards to people's perception of what mental health is and people's awareness of what what's what can be provided to help. You know, there's definitely more work to be done, but I think we're heading in the right direction 
in terms of like talking about it more um so yeah I think you know there are positives to be taken out of conversations like this that we're you know talking about about it and hopefully anyone who's listening can sort of resonate with what we're saying um definitely um that's what I mean before the show I wouldn't have been I found it difficult to even talk about certain situations but then now I've talked about it more I guess is that healing from it like before I've just never dealt with any emotion but then you're just talking about it like you don't realize how much instantly it makes you feel better mm-hmm. yeah 100% um, 100% these conversations are you know are so so good um what I will do now is I'll move on to to a few travel questions to finish up um yeah. so I know you've you're I think you're very well traveled I think from our discussions before you've been to some really cool countries um so the first yeah. question I have about travel is what is your favorite country you visited and why it would have to be Cambodia um, because we met, I think, the we was all in a hostel and everyone that was in the room we made really good friends with and we stuck in a group together and we just travelled around for like two weeks together and we had some crazy experiences, like we had some highs and lows but it was just, like everything we went through it was just nice and yeah just to go all through that all together as a group and travel around and they were like my best memories of my travel and my favorite day of traveling or one of my favorite days ever was in cambodia yeah Uh uh-huh yeah um, yeah yeah i think that would be my favorite place what about yours you you're very well (laughs) it's such a difficult question um i'd probably say thailand yeah because everywhere's everywhere's different everywhere's different like like you said it is hard I'd probably say Thailand um yeah everywhere's different in certain ways yeah everywhere's got its own like unique sort of bits about it yeah Thailand's Mm -hmm. awesome it's just got everything yeah that I love you know the culture religion was fascinating to learn about the food's amazing the people are so friendly um it's beautiful you know it is it is really nice yeah. I went um, for New Year last year, but I'd love to go again to do that proper travelling. Yeah, it's it's awesome. It's such a cool country. So I'd probably say Thailand, definitely. Um, and in terms of, from your experience, do you have any advice for people who would love to travel but are being held back by a fear or a lack of self-confidence? Just do it. <laughs> yeah. So, like, that would be the best thing you um, you would ever do. Um and as well, as scary it, as scary as it may be, if you was to go to go on your own, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, when I went travelling, I went with my sister because I was too scared to even think of going on my own. But she was on her own first, and then I quit my job to meet her halfway out there while yeah. she was travelling. Um, but that was like an incredible experience. Like that opened my eyes to so many things and just general like just things in life or. You, I don't know, it's, you learn so much about yourself and about the world. Um, but if I was to do it, like I would really love to do it on my own. I think because a lot of people yeah. go on their own. Yeah. And the best way to get to know people is if you're on your own because you have to throw yourself out there. Yeah. You're forced to make friends, to chat to people. Yeah. Yeah. No, I really do think that, that to me, that changed my views and my ways a lot was when I went traveling yeah like before I've never ever stayed in a hostel 
Whereas now I'm like, I love hostels. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny how traveling can just change your perspective on so much. Like it, it just, yeah. it changed. Like for me, like I did my gap year before uni and it just made me so much more independent, like more mature. Like I understood the world better. I understood life things, adult things, you know, I understood it yeah. all so much more. It prepared me so much for university and like that next stage. Um, so I'd highly recommend for anyone to go traveling for, yeah, you know, a long I, period. Yeah, like my, yeah. One thing if I ever tell someone to, yeah, it's like go traveling if you can. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Um, and what would you say is on your travel bucket list? So countries, activities, all those sorts of things. What would you say? Um, so I've really been recently, I've really been thinking, um, so I went to Thailand this year, but I really want to go mm-hmm. again cause, to travel around yeah. and, I really want to do like a Mai Tai fitness camp kind of thing. Yeah. Like a month retreat, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. But yeah, I think that's what I need in my life right yeah. now. <laughs> wellness, yeah. yoga, meditation, but getting fit um, mentally and physically. I think that would, I really want to do that. Um, hopefully I can. Um, and yeah go traveling with my sister I guess we've not really figured out where yeah Mm -hmm. um because we've been southeast asia like we've done vietnam cambodia laos and bali Mm -hmm. but there's like philippines malaysia um japan all that's like there's all that there's loads more places that we've never been which yeah hopefully we can amazing Um, I'm not sure really with everything going on it's like where can you go what yeah. can you do it's so difficult to like think ahead to like try and plan yeah. like you just can't plan at the moment like I wanted to potentially go away around Christmas time because I knew they sort of changed some travel restrictions but I then thought no because they can change the rules again and you could be stuck out somewhere and then you have to come yeah. back in quarantine and it's just it's, it's a lot going on and I think it's quite risk for me personally I, I think it's a little bit too risky to for me to travel at the moment because I just I don't really have two weeks to quarantine like I'm at uni like I need to be like it's difficult for me to plan ahead um and it's quite risky at the moment you just never know what's going to happen with the rules and and flights and all those sorts of things so hopefully at some point next year I'd like to travel again um I'm not too sure when but I think I think we will get back to some sort of normality by sort of spring next year, spring, summer. Yeah. I'm optimistic. I really am optimistic. I hope so. Maybe really I'm do. maybe I'm being too optimistic, but I hope so. I hope so. But um, that links to my next... positive. Positive vibes, exactly. Um, yeah. But that links to my next question, actually, which is something that I ask every person on my podcast, which is, what are your aspirations for 2021? So just life aspirations, life goals... It's been a tough year this year um, in lots of ways. What are you looking forward to to achieving next year? Um, I think one is to find a job that I'm happy in. Yeah. Um, to be able to help others. I'm not sure how I was speaking about experiences or like doing mm-hmm. charity work or volunteering. Like I'd really love to do that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, travel a bit more. And just being happy, I guess. Yeah. I think that's what we all just need to be. It's just like being happy with what you have, being grateful for everything. And yeah, no, I think my number one is to find something that I really love and enjoy doing. Yeah. And then focusing, yeah, focusing on that and and everything else. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. like I said, it's been a tough year and it's so good to 
like look ahead to next year and like I try I'm trying to be as positive as possible about next year um whatever it entails for the world I guess with this pandemic um it's just good I guess to look ahead and uh hope for the best and hope things sort of all work yeah, out well yeah yeah I think yeah they will this time this year it's just gonna push people to do even better yeah. next year yes yeah. you've got all this energy and all this like strive to do what it is whatever you want to do yeah no exactly um yeah well that's all the questions i had prepared so thank you so much for thank joining me fun. today it's been so good to talk about all things the bridge their mental health and social media and then finishing up with some travel um so good to talk to you as always um the podcast will be up 6 p.m on uh, on a friday i haven't sorted out the schedule yet um but i will let you know all the links it will be 6 p.m spotify and apple podcasts um so yeah when it's out i'll let you know um but yeah thank you so much